ಯತ್ನೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣ ನಿರತ ಕರುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ದೇವಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ವರ ಮನೋಜವಮಾರುದತುಲ್ಯವೇಗ ಜಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿಮತಾಂಬರಿಷ್ಟ ವಾತಾತ್ಮಜಂಬಾನರಯೂತಮುಖ್ಯ ಶ್ರೀರಾಮದೂತ ಶಿರಸ ನಮಿ ಸಂತೋಷಿಣೀ ಜಗನ್ಮಾತ ಮಮ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯವೃದ್ಧೇ ನಮಸ್ಕರೋಮಿ ಭಕ್ತಿಯ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತೌ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂದೌ ಪುನಃ ಓಂ ನಮ ಪ್ರಣವಾ ಶುದ್ಧಮೂರ್ತ ನಿರ್ಮಲಾಯ ಪ್ರಶಾಂದಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮುಕ್ತ ನಮಃ ಮೂಕಂ ಕರೋತಿ ವಾಚಾಲಂಘಯತೆ ಗಿರಿಂ ಯತ್ಕೃಪಾತಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವ ಸಚ್ಚಿತಾನಂದಯ ವಿಶ್ವೋತ್ಪತ್ತಿ ಹೇತವೇತ್ರಯ ವಿಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಾ ವಯಂಭುಜಶ್ಯಾಮಳಕೋಮಳಾಂಗಂ ಸೀತಾಸಮಾರೋಪಿತವಾಮಭಾಗಂ ಪಾಣೌ ಮಹಾಸಾಯಕಚಾರುಚಾಪಂ ನಮಿ ರಾಮಂ ರಘುವಂಶನಾಥ ಶ್ರೀಭಗವಾಚ ಅನಾಶ್ರಿತಕರ್ಮಫಲ ಕಾರ್ಯ ಕರ್ಮ ಕರೋತಿ ಸಸನ್ಯಾಸೀ ಚೋಗೀ ಚಿರಜಾಕ್ರಿಯ ಸನ್ಯಾಸಿ ಪ್ರಾಂಡವ ನಹ್ಯಸನ್ಯಸ್ತಸಲ್ಪ ಯೋಗೀ ಕಶ್ಚನ ಕರ್ಮಕಾರಣಮುಚ್ಯ 
So renounce your sankalpa. So therefore, sannyasi also is the one who has given up his desires, the the sakama desire for himself, self-centered, egocentric desire is the one that the sannyasi give up, and the desire will be there for the maintenance for the Dogha Kalyan Artham, otherwise Shankaracharya would not have written commentaries or our Gurudev would not have made all these <laughs> institutions to propagate the our scriptures. So Sankalpa is there, but it is not for it is for their own sake, it is for the sake of the society. So Yam Sanyasamiti Prahu Yogam Tam Vidhi Pandava Nakya Asanyasta Sankalpaha yogi bhavati kaschana. <coughs> so unless a person give up sankalpa, sankalpa means desire, one who do not give up sankalpa, he cannot become yogi. <coughs> we saw that yesterday. Now how long you have to <coughs> practice this karma yoga is the next question. Bhagavan is answering that. Arurukshor muner yogam Karma karana muchyate. So, yoga rudasya dasseva samakkarana muchyate. So, the third verse, yoga rudaha means dhyana yoga rudaha. So, when he'll he become a dhyana yogi. Dhyana yoga means a person who meditates. So, when he'll he become a perfect meditator. So that way you can translate that way. Dhyana yoga rudaha. So arudaha means the one who able to climb. See, now here the example Bhagavan is giving here is arurukshor muner yogam karma karana muchare. Now karma is the karanam, the cause for climbing the Yoga Arudaha, Aruhu, Aruhu, you see, like horse riding, let us say for example. Now you are all not familiar with horse riding, then we take this bicycle riding, that is better. Everybody must have tried bicycle at one time or other. And you have to take the bicycle and then put one hand, leg on the pedal and then as it is moving, you have to lift your other leg and then across the seat you have to put the other leg and get onto the second pedal and holding on to the handle and you have to pedal it, balancing it. Now in the beginning it is difficult to balance because the moment you get onto the bicycle the whole thing will fall down. And also if it is in the solitary place, nobody is there, open ground, you are, you are driving, I mean, you are riding the bicycle. At that time, only one person will be there. And you will tell that person, move, move, move. You have your handle, but still, somehow, it go and reach him only. <laughs> so, this is, in the beginning, it is lot of action, isn't it? So until you find out how to ride the bicycle, a lot of action. In the same way, here Gurudev used to give an example, the riding the horse. <laughs> so riding the horse, see horse is compared here with our mind. <laughs> now to ride this mind, 
to control this mind. This is called yoga. So all karma yoga, etc. is prescribed for what? Controlling this mind only. Now do you kind like a horse it is now. It is very powerful, energetic. Mind is very dynamic. Now to handle this mind, you have to, what is that? So first you have to pat the horse and then you have to make the horse walk. And you go with the, you know, slowly, slowly take for the horse, take horse for a walk and then slowly, slowly pat him and then talk to him and all that, get familiar with the horse. And then only it will allow you, unless you become quite familiar with the horse, will not allow you to put the saddle. <laughs> when the saddle is put, then you have to put one, as the horse is moving, you have to put one leg in that strap, and then as the horse is moving, you have to lift your leg, <laughs> and that is, you are in a peculiar position at that time. <laughs> and then you have to slowly put your leg the other side, then once you are on the horse and hold the reins, then horse knows that it has a master. <laughs> then yoga rudaha, this is like climbing on to the yoga means controlling the mind. <laughs> yoga rudaha, for that what is necessary? Karmaha. Karma means karma yoga. So karma yoga is the main important thing, beginning. So before starting meditation, don't just say, everybody want to do meditation because the benefits are given so much, advertised, so everybody want to sit in meditation. Swamiji, <laughs> I want to meditate. <laughs> so if you announce meditation class, so many people will come because they don't know what it is. And the sitting in meditation just like that, you are not going to meditate, please. <laughs> because so much preparation is required. Unless there are proper preparation, if you sit for meditation, it will not be successful. <laughs> you will sit there and sleep, and then, you know, you say that half an hour, instead of lying down and sleeping, you are vertically sitting and sleeping. That is all. And you say, I had a good meditation. That is all. But that is not meditation. If meditation was that easy, Bhagavan Krishna would have taught him immediately, Arjuna. Arjuna, sit down, I'll teach you meditation. <laughs> no, he did not. He started second chapter, third chapter, fourth chapter, fifth chapter, four chapters Bhagavan taught. Vedanta to Arjuna. Only afterwards he taught meditation. <laughs> that means meditation should be practiced only when you have what you are meditating upon. <laughs> what exactly the goal to be reached, then how to meditate, what are the steps that is to be taken. So yesterday we saw general preparation for meditation, five, five topics that Bhagavan is covering in this sixth chapter is general preparation for meditation, samanya sadhanani, otherwise called bhagiranga sadhanani, those disciplines which are to be observed throughout our day-to-day transaction. Otherwise, because we are using the same mind which is used for our daily transaction. So any emotional, powerful emotional 
upheavals, up and down. We sometimes uh, emotionally get carried away. Sometimes anger comes, jealousy comes, hatredness comes. <coughs> and all those emotions which are, which have hit you during the day, and with that mind you go and sit half an hour for meditation, my mind will not behave. <laughs> it will be a struggle in the meditation, see, to control the mind. So therefore, in our day-to-day life also, we have to have certain understanding that, that so that my mind will not get disturbed. So there are certain things you should not get involved where your mind is not disturbed. You know that this is going to give me problem, so let us not go there. <laughs> But some people, it's not like that. They ask for it. <laughs> you know, Hindi mein bolte hain, how, how, how vej maro, isa bhi bolte hain Hindi mein. So, come buffalo, hit me, you know. <laughs> so, like that. There are people like that. It's not like that. If you know that this is going to disturb you, and it is going to give you agitation, it hurt your feeling, then don't go there at all. Don't go to that area at all. And avoid that. Because you have to meditate mentally, it will be easier to handle once mind is calm, peaceful. Then specific disciplines are there. Vishesha sadhanani, they are to be observed just before the practice of meditation. Then dhyana sarupam, process of meditation. What is meditation? It is a thoughtless state <coughs> or remaining in a still mind, keeping the mind very still and remaining there. Or what exactly the nature of this meditation? This Bhagavan is going to talk about it. So at that time we will discuss clearly. Then Dhyana Phalam, what is the result of meditation? <coughs> what is the... <coughs> What do you get out of it? Because we all know, we all want to know what is the use. <laughs> Otherwise, we will not spend time. <laughs> then, obstacle and their remedies. These are the five topics that we discussed yesterday. So, Arurukshormuner Yogam Karma Karana Muchyate. So, beginning, before thinking about becoming perfect in meditation, the first foremost thing is karma, karma yoga. He should be a karma yogi. So that is what the three verses Bhagavan talked about, karma yoga. <laughs> Only then your mind becomes, karma yoga means what? A, an activity or a seva, a service, without expecting any result. <laughs> Not even expecting any praise or any <laughs> kind of a reward. Because this is between you and the Lord. <coughs> so that should be very clear when we are doing seva or service. And whatever activity that we do, it is my dedication to my Lord. So it is between you and the Lord. There is no people around, it's not involved. The moment you start looking for people's appreciation, you will never get it. <laughs> Even if you get it, you will be disappointed. So. Even Mahatma Gandhi, who did so much to our country, he did not get it. <laughs> what did he get? Got what he got? Three bullets. 
So, you and I, what is that compared to him, we are nothing. So, what should we expect? So, this type of a mind, this is my offering to my Lord. I am given this opportunity to give you this, offer you this. That itself will make you satisfied. So, this attitude is called a karma yogi attitude. This will totally relieve you from ragadvesha. See, problem is with our reaction to the result. The reaction to the result is always in the form of raga and dvesha. And that is, unless that is neutralized, the mind is not ready for meditation. <laughs> so, this, that is why Bhagavan talked about all these topics in the before the third chapter, fourth chapter and fifth chapter. They talked about because of that reason. And once your mind is ready, then you are ready to sit for meditation. <laughs> Yoga Rudasya Dasseva Shamakkarana Muchyade. Once you have certain <coughs> handle over your mind, then what happened? Very easy. <coughs> so, Shamakkarana Muchyade. Very simple. Like once you have got onto the horse, to control the horse, once you are on top of the horse, then it is easy. Little nudging here and there. So, some indication. So the horse understand that you want to turn this side, you want to go faster, you want to go slow. All these things you can control very easily. The same way, once you have gained that control over your mind, then guiding the mind. So guiding the mind is much easier. So that's why guiding the mind is called here Shamaham, Upashamaham, etc. Then continue Yadahinendriyarteshu Nakarmaswanu Shajate Sarvasankalpasanyasi Yogarudastatochate Now the question comes after you listen to that first you have to practice karma yoga, then only you will be able to climb the yoga. So yoga ruda. You become a meditator. Then question is how long I have to do this? <coughs> so this course in meditation, two years course or one year course or ten year course. What is this period that you need? Now here Bhagavan is giving a very beautiful condition here. Yada, when he indeed na indriyarteshu na karmasvanushajyate Indriyartha means sense object. So indriyartha, artha means objects. So indriyartha means sense objects. And, so, and karmasu in action Anushajyate is attached. So a person whose mind is totally not going out, in the sense, whenever you have a desire and that for fulfilling that desire what happened? Action, of course, definitely our activity starts, how to get it, how to achieve it, how to hold it, 
and after having got it, then how to maintain it, how to hold on to it, all these problems are there. So, it is not that sannyasi or a yogi, he will not enjoy life. That is not what is meant here. So, whenever, whatever that is given to him by prarabdha, <coughs> he enjoys it. <coughs> so, yadahinendriyartheshu na karmasvanusajyate. <coughs> so, yada, when his indriyartheshu, his mind is not attracted to, any more attracted to this sense objects and resultant activities to acquire <coughs> the the uh, vishayas, all the objects, sarva sankalpa sannyasi yoga rudastatochyate. <coughs> so, <coughs> renouncer of all thought, that is sarva sankalpa sannyasi, then you can say, one who has attained to yoga, yoga rudha. <laughs> see, think about it. You match this with our mind, then you will see. <laughs> this is called maturity, okay? So, a matured person, it is something like when you grow, as the child grows, he is no more interested in toys, isn't it? Of course, he is interested in different toys, but not the same toys. <laughs> So a child was playing with toys. Nowadays you can't tell about toys. Nowadays they are all electronic things now. <coughs> Everything is <laughs> in the child. A three-year-old is childing, playing with word iPad. <laughs> they have so many games are there. <coughs> Olden days when we were growing up, our <laughs> play, the toys were different totally. <laughs> but nowadays those things are not there. So. Suppose the child, as he grew up, what happened? He gave up the toys and he is no more affected by those toys. <laughs> Whether it's absence or presence, it doesn't make any difference to him. As you grow to a youth, it will be different. At the same time, suppose you are a grandfather, you are playing with your grandson or granddaughter, and at that time, the child challenged you for a game. <laughs> and you are not afraid of playing with the child, but you will play happily. And even if you are not winning, you encourage the child to win. <laughs> so it doesn't disappoint you. So that type of a mind we are talking about. The entire universe and object you reduce to toys. <coughs> that type of a mind. It doesn't mean that, don't imagine that the person is like a useless person sitting there, no. He, <clears throat> whenever it comes, he is ready to accept. There is no regrets or joy, over joy. But when it is leaving him, he is very happily send him goodbye. So that type of mind you have, then you can say you have achieved yoga. <laughs> so you are a dhyana yogi. <coughs> Until then, so sankalpa mula kamaha, kama janami de mulam sankalpa kila jayase. So Bhagavan Vashigara writes here, Manusmurdi. In Manusmurdi it is said, Kam e kama, a desire, janami de mulam. I know your origin. What is that? Sankalpa kila jayate. All, all desires are developed or. <coughs> 
fanned and made it into a genie <coughs> by what your thoughts see you yourself created the problem and then afterwards you say how to resolve it <laughs> you thought about it you wanted it you gave blood and uh, butter to it and you what you call uh, magnified it and then finally when you are in trouble you want to be out of it that doesn't work that way so what is to be done very sankalpa level itself we have to remove it <coughs> so such thought comes whether it is a noble noble thought we should not remove but the negative thoughts that comes the moment it rises you should substitute it with positive thinking <laughs> then only the mind become calm quiet peaceful it is not for others sake it is for our own good because then you will feel contented peaceful with yourself <laughs> because that is what everybody want <laughs> why we are agitated angry suppressed depressed and all that all these are because our own thoughts so these thoughts are such that once you hook on to it then you know it will never leave you <laughs> so our habits are also we form like that only isn't it <laughs> so some people you know they go for gambling and then what happened they say gambling places it is said in the beginning you go you win <laughs> it is program like that it's called beginners luck so it's program like that so first time when he gets some money then this fellow is attracted <laughs> then afterward that money itself they will put <laughs> then what happened the whole thing is gone and he gets by the time he gets so addicted that he will lose all money <laughs> when even after losing the money he will still go there <laughs> and mentally bet because he has no money now mentally start betting now this is because of what slowly slowly we started this <coughs> so all addictions are like that so before it catches you and overpower you you have a choice that is the sankalpa kila jayate so sarva sankalpa sanyasi recognize it and offer to bhagwan <clears throat> one method is bhagwan this thought has come i don't think it is going to help me please help me <laughs> that attitude if stay you will see it will disappear won't have grip over you then <clears throat> now in order to climb that what you call yoga yoga arudaha to attain that yoga state what is necessary now somebody is asking question can i get some help you know, suppose you want to get on to the horse somebody pushes you you know <laughs> there are some children when you want to put, they lift the child and put it on the horse and all that can you can i not get some help bhagwan so if you think that now here is a very beautiful verse it is applicable to all paths whether it is hinduism or christianity or islam or whatever matam or whether it is a karma margi jnana margi bhakti margi rajyogi or ashtanga yogi all of them <laughs> so in ashtanga yoga also by the way ashtanga yoga also dhyana doesn't come first yama 
ನಿಯಮ ಆಸನ ಪ್ರಾಣಾಯಾಮ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಾಹಾರ ಧಾರಣ ಧ್ಯಾನ ದ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಐಟಮ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಧ್ಯಾನ ಪತಂಜಲಿ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅಡ್ವೈಸಿಂಗ್ ದಮ್ ಟು ಡೂ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಇಮಿಡಿಯೇಟ್ಲಿ ವಿತೌಟ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಥ್ರೂ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಯಮ ನಿಯಮ ಯಮ ಇಸ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ ನಿಯಮ ಇಸ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಸರ್ಟನ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಧರ್ಮಾಸ್ ಡೂಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೋಂಟ್ಸ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಫಾಲೋ ಯಮ ಇಸ್ ಡೋಂಟ್ಸ್ ನಿಯಮ ಈಸ್ ಡೂಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ದ ಥಿಂಗ್ ನಿಯಮಾಸ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಫಾಲೋ ಡಿಸಿಪ್ಲಿನ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಫಾಲೋ ದೆನ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದೋಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಅಪ್ ನಾವು ಓನ್ಲಿ ದಿ ಮೆಡ್ ದಿ ಟೂ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಪಾಪ್ಯುಲರೈಸ್ ನಾವು ಒನ್ ಈಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಆಸನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಈವನ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಾಯಾಮ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಮಚ್ ಪಾಪ್ಯುಲರೈಸ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ಆಸನ ಇಸ್ ಪಾಪ್ಯುಲರೈಸ್ಡ್ ಬಟ್ ಪತಂಜಲಿ ಸೈಸ್ ಒಂದು ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಐಟಮ್ ಇಸ್ ಧ್ಯಾನ ಸೊ ಯು ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರೈಟ್ ಅವೇ ಸಿಟ್ ಡೌನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡೂ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ವಿತೌಟ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ವೈ ಆರ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟಿಂಗ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ಯು ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಸೀಟ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಡೋಂಟ್ ನೋ ಇಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಅ ವೇಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ದಿ ಕನೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಈಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ವಿ ಗೆಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ ನಾವು ಹಿಯರ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಉತ್ತರೇದಾತ್ಮನಾತ್ಮನ ಆತ್ಮನೋ ಬಂಧು ಆತ್ಮೈವರಿಪುರಾತ್ಮನ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇತ್ ಉದ್ಧರೇತ್ ಆತ್ಮನ ಆತ್ಮನ ಉದ್ಧರೇತ್ ಉದ್ಧರೇತ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಎಲವೇಟ್ ಲಿಫ್ಟ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ by what atma shabda here means your own mind okay mind so uddhare atmana atmanam lift yourself by yourself so here there are so many discussions are there one is how can i lift myself that means i have to use purushartha now whenever we mentioned about purushartha purushartha means free will then there are arguments against it is that we are all controlled by our prarabdha everybody is programmed by our prarabdha that is why nowadays the scientists also talk about dna rna and dna it is all written what exactly which what day you are going to get your gray hair <laughs> and when are you going when which day your hair is going to go totally and then also when you will get certain diseases <laughs> all those things are programmed there there are some three i don't know how many billion the datas are there recorded in a small little <laughs> uh, this thing <coughs> dna so so everything is programmed means where is the place for purushartha this is a question because here bhagwan said lift yourself by yourself means what use your purushartha 
So, one thing that, first thing Bhagavan says, you should have confidence in yourself. Number one, don't look down upon yourself. So, Nātmānam avasādeyet, having climbed up, don't come down. <laughs> or another version is, don't look down upon yourself. Have confidence in you. And lift yourself by yourself. Now here, if you, if you say prarabdha, we are not saying prarabdha is not controlling you. Okay? This is true. Because all of us, our body is born of certain prarabdha. Our parentage is because of certain prarabdha. Your spouse is because of certain prarabdha. And your children also, according to your prarabdha only. <laughs> and looking at some other parents, you say, how beautiful those children are. And you look at your own child, I don't know why the shaitan has come to my family. <laughs> like this, you curse. <laughs> But you should ask the other parent, then you know <laughs> what problem they go through. It all looking outside nice, but then you don't know what exactly they go through. But whatever it is, children also, sometimes you get some physically challenged children, mentally challenged children. All these are all, there is no other explanation except prarabdha. Now, how you say, Bhagavan is telling us here, don't worry about prarapta, use your purushartha. Uddharedatmanat, lift yourself by yourself means what? Totally it is in your hand. If you want to be a yogi, you have to work yourself. You cannot leave it to your prarapta. So generally they say, people have this prarapta theory, they extend so much that if Jeevan Mukti Avastha is in my prarapta, if it is there in my horoscope, then it will happen. If it is not there in my horoscope, the horoscope people, astrologer, if you ask, they will say, unless your horoscope, the Surya, the sun is Uchasthana, it is up there in your horoscope, you cannot get moksha. So Surya Bhagavan is supposed to be the mokshasthana, mokshagraha. So he is the one who gives you that moksha. If that is not there in your horoscope, if Shani is there sitting there, you know, then he doesn't give you moksha. He makes you sannyasi, but he doesn't give you moksha. <laughs> moksha karaka is Surya Bhagavan, it is said. So, like this, they will explain. So, if it is not in my horoscope, why should I struggle for it? <laughs> what for I struggle for it? This is the a fatalistic approach. So, Bhagavan is against that. So here, it's a very evident verse here, very, very beautiful verse, Uddhare Atmana Atmanam. So lift yourself by yourself. So any progress is possible only when you use your Purushartha. <laughs> Means free will. So there are prarapta also, there are three levels. So one is a strong prarapta. Another is called Madhyama, the third one was third one is low. That is not that effective. So these three level of prarabdha when it hits you, suppose Tifra prarabdha, that is strong prarabdha when it hits you, it is something like hurricane. 
So hurricane when it comes, you know, the scientists can predict that hurricane is coming, isn't it? But we cannot stand against that hurricane, but that doesn't mean that we are helpless. We can prepare ourselves to face it, prepare ourselves so that we will not get so much of damage, etc. So the same way, this prarabdha also, something like a hurricane, it hits you. But at that time, what you can pray to the Lord is that, Oh Lord, give me courage and mental strength to withstand it. This is what we can do. So, this, but when it comes to the Madhyama time, then we have the ability to face it, and we have the ability to correct it, we have the ability to direct it also. That's why Prachita Karma, etc. works at that time. The astrologer will tell you, this is this Shani, or this is Shukra, or this person, what is that, Ketu, or this, uh, what do you call, Pujan. All these things are sitting in the wrong place, so please pacify them by doing some karma. So this is called Prayachitta Karma. In Bhagavadam also, Shukamarshi talks about it. You go to a learned person, find out what is the problem, and do your Prayachitta. Then our the Parishit Maharaja asked Bhagavan, you, you do Prayachitta, then what happened? If that problem is over, this person does again. <laughs> the same mistake. It is called Kunjarasnanam, the elephant's bath. The elephant is given a nice bath, it come out and put some mud on it. The same way human being also do. That is why confession is a such a big profession it is, because every Sunday they confess, I did that, I did this, and the priest will say, you are absolved of your sin, take hundred and eight times, Hail Mary, you are fine. <coughs> then Monday onwards he does again same thing. He feels now fresh to do that. <coughs> so the same thing we also do. We go to pilgrimage, Shavarimala and all that people go and then <laughs> Swami Ayyappa and all that, they go 41 days, Upasana, like Swami, sannyasis, they will live and they go to that temple and have darshanam and come back. Coming down itself, <coughs> Ah, in that pampa itself, they don't cross the pampa. There itself, there is a toddy shop. <laughs> they break their fast there. <laughs> so, this is, so, that doesn't work. <clears throat> so, here, <laughs> So, this Madhyama type of thing, we can always do prayachitta. Then, that is the third one is, which is not very serious, it come and go. It and go, it may not give you that much of damage. There also we can use our Purushartha to avoid, like doing some japa, etc., or pilgrimages, etc., it can avoid. So, Purushartha is definitely helpful. Purushena Arthyade iti Purushartha. That one can achieve through our self-effort. It's called Purushartha. And the Purushartha is to be used for moksha. So, all other, among all other purusharthas, it's a dharma, artha, kama. Moksha is the ultimate purushartha. So, for this, one has to lift oneself. Self-effort is very important. With oneself, one has to lift. So, dared atmana atmanam na atmanam avasadeet. 
once you have lifted yourself now in order to lift yourself what is necessary you have to understand you have come down see if that understanding is not that you are you think i am already up then who can lift you nobody can lift so you have to understand that's why self analysis is very important one day sit down and think about you are quietly sit down and think it's called self analysis most of the time we are very busy thinking about others thinking about the world thinking about all other useless things but one day sit down and think hey where am i especially when it comes to spiritual progress have i progressed i am doing so many things have i spiritually progressed what about my ragadveshas am i able to overcome that it is not that you will not have ragadvesha i am not saying you will not have so it is a sign of human being we may have we will have ragadveshas but how far it has got a grip on you so if you are able to overcome your anger you know so there are it is said a person who is a good person he can overcome anger in half half minute <laughs> i have seen that with gurudev he gets angry because when the organization somebody does something he gets angry but the second he is got he is totally forgot <laughs> the third second time is it remains one hour it seems and there are third type it remains one year the fourth type is it remains ever <laughs> whole lifetime they never forget so that type of mind is very dangerous no progress possible the progress possible in spirituality is only when you are able to overcome this problem <coughs> and that is a sign that the litmus test so na na atmanam avasadeyad having reached certain level of spiritual height don't fall down don't fall down why because atmayavahi atmanaha bandhu you yourself is your friend there is no other friend atmayava ripu atmanaha and your enemy also not outside you yourself is your enemy <laughs> why most of our enemical thing you know unnecessary we created enemies for no reason at that spur of the moment you are angry you said something that became our person became lifelong enemy and who created that your mind <laughs> your mind at that time thought this is it and gave a wrong thinking that man man may not have thought about it that person may not have thought about it but you assumed it is so and then gave some firing to that person then that person what happened what <laughs> whole lifetime that become an uh, enemy then afterwards regret now what is the point so this enemy and friend it is not outside please it is our own mind so don't complain about people are enemical to me the world is against me don't complain that because the nobody is enemy it is our own mind so there is a bhikkhu gita in bhagavatam 
and this uh, he was a the story is this person was a miser <laughs> and he never used to give money to anybody nor he enjoys it also <laughs> so he was miserly finally what happened some wrong investment or something he lost all his money and when he lost money his children also left parents and the wife also left everybody left all relatives threw him out and then he was so he was begging and one day it so happened to struck him he became a great yogi afterwards and people used to throw stone at him because he was not a charitable person and now you have come asking for begging for food etc they used to spit on him they used to throw stone at him or eggs and you know, rotten eggs and all that they used to throw at him but he was he was very calm he says i don't blame my stars for my problem i don't my i don't blame people for my problem i don't my blame anybody for my problem what i blame is my own mind he says all my problem is because of my own wrong thinking so this understanding is called atmaiva khyatmanaha bandhu you yourself is your friend you yourself is your enemy now the question is what type of mind is your friend what type of mind is your enemy <coughs> that explanation is the next verse bandhuratmatmanastasya bandhuratmatmanastasya enatmaivatmanajitaha अनात्मनस्तु शत्रुत्वे अनात्मनस्तु शत्रुत्वे वर्तेदात्मैव शत्रुवते वर्तेदात्मैव शत्रुवते बन्धुः आत्मा आत्मनः तस्य येन आत्मैव आत्मना चितः the one who has chitaha means conquered the one who has conquered his mind is one who one whose mind which is conquered by him is his friend bandhu atma atmanastasya ಶತ್ರುತ್ವೆಮಿ so who is your friend who is your enemy your friend the one whose mind is disciplined that mind is your friend the mind which is indisciplined that mind is your enemy simple way of putting it see we know what is morally good ethically perfect etc all these things it is not that we don't know but at certain weak moment we forget and fall a prey 
because of the mind prompting. Mind get on to certain ideas, fascination, and you get obsessed with it, and then mind asks for it. Whip you. Then when we fall and we commit that particular mistake or sin, then what happens? You come home. <laughs> come home means that the, when the mind is quiet, what happens? The intellect starts criticizing. I told you, don't do it. <laughs> you didn't listen to me. Now, if somebody criticizing outside, you can ask them to shut up. Now, <laughs> your own intellect is criticizing you. How can you make it shut up? <laughs> Impossible. Now, this is called the greatest problem. This is called split personality. And this is called sin. Real sin is this something. Now, if you want quiet, peaceful, the mind and intellect should be together, harmony, then only you will feel peace and tranquility. Now, for that, what is necessary? Gee, have you seen circus? You must have seen circus, right? In that, there are tigers, lions and all that there. And in the whole, sometimes twelve tigers or twelve lions will be in one cage. They will bring it and each one will be stepping onto a stool and standing there. And in the center, one person is standing there, isn't it? Think about it. Twelve. Oh, lions standing there and one single man is standing. How courageous he is. You know why? Because that man knows the weak point of that light. <laughs> Whenever there is some doubt, he will hit with a whip. You know, he has got a whip. He knows how to hit that place. <laughs> then automatically he gets controlled. So the same way, we should know how to control the lion of our mind. <laughs> It is worse than life, you know. <clears throat> it is very powerful, dynamic. When it will swallow you, you don't know. So there we have to sit down and watch. Sit down quietly and watch. What are my weak points? And then try to solve it. So the moment you become conscious of your weaknesses, that itself is a greatest progress. Most of us, we are not even conscious. And somebody point out to you, you become defensive. And our great tendency, we are all very intelligent people, our tendency is to justify. And if you have studied Shastras, you will quote Shastra also. In Puranas, it is so many stories are there. That person, Indra did it, and then <laughs> Arjuna did it, Lord Krishna himself did it, why not I? Like this they will say, they will justify it. That is the tendency. No, that is not. They must have done it for a reason, but you are not them. They did so many other things also, which you can't do. <laughs> Bhagavan started his childhood with the drinking poison. <laughs> now try that and tell me. Then you can do whatever what Bhagavan did. <laughs> so, this control of mind is that, how can you control the mind? Because to control something, like an animal is standing outside, you are separate, and then you can control that. Here it is what? You have to control your mind by your mind. This is a problem. 
You cannot stand out and com- uh, control it, you see. Uh, you can't get out of the mind and uh, control it. So what is to be done is, you have to sit quietly and see the way of your mind thinking. And you are able to direct your thought to the area where you want to, then you will have control. Now what happens is, thoughts happens. It is not that you deliberately think. There is something called deliberate thinking. Another is called happening, thoughts happening. So once a thought rises in your mind, you catch hold of it and then from that another thought comes, from that another thought comes, this way we go. All day we don't land. But if you are able to immediately detect that and see, hey, no, 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 you are not thinking correctly, you come back. <laughs> and that discipline if you have, I have seen this with Gurudev, you know, this. He used to dictate lecture early morning, 4.30 to 6.30 was our time between us. That was a beautiful time. I cannot replace that time with anything. (laughs) Early morning, 4.30 to 6.30. And this letter, sometimes these people, um, a lot lot of letters comes to him. Somebody asks for an article to be published in their souvenir. And the moment he reads the letter, immediately he will say, okay, write. He doesn't think or anything like that. Write. And he started writing, dictating. <coughs> and he's so relaxed, you know, he wants to realize he put, lift his, put his feet up on the table and then sometime what happened, he'd lie down, lean on that chair. And suddenly as he was dictating, I see, I can't, I don't hear him anymore. Then I look up to him, he's just dozing off. <laughs> Cat nap, power nap. Then he gets up. And immediately he see his discipline in thinking. He never asked me to read it back. Where he stopped, he will continue from there. Not even a hesitation. Sometimes he must have stopped at a comma or a proposition. <laughs> but he never asked me to read it back. Let me, okay, read it, let me see. No, no. He remembers immediately. See the, the discipline in thinking. <laughs> that type of discipline we have. Now this was given to us also in our training as a brahmachari, as Vedantic students when we were. He said, you are all going to give talk in public. At that time, when you are analyzing a particular topic, you have to give an example, sometimes tell a joke also. Then afterwards you have to come back to the topic. <laughs> Suppose you get lost. <laughs> In the example, then what happened? What you are discussing, you have forgotten. You ask the audience, they are also lost. <laughs> it will not be a talk. That will not be a constructive talk. <laughs> so, it is something like a... Now, you should have control over this mind. Mind means, see, like a car. See, if the car decides to go where, they, where the car wants to go, then you can't reach anywhere, isn't it? So that is what is happening to us. 
our mind decides what you should do, what you should not do. <laughs> But we have no say over our mind right now. <laughs> now, this is why Bhagavan is telling this. This is very important in the meditation seat. That's why. So, in the meditation seat, you are sitting half an hour. If you, do, you are not able to guide the mind properly, the mind decides what to do at that time. Half an hour you sit there in meditation seat and you have not done, achieved anything. <coughs> mind take you for a ride. So therefore, all these points are very important. <coughs> See, you know, we have discovered guided missiles, isn't it? <coughs> But they are in the hands of misguided mind. <coughs> So all terrorists, etc., they have very sophisticated weapons. But in whose hands it is? Misguided mind. So this is the problem. So Bhagavan says, a disciplined mind is your friend. An indisciplined mind is your enemy. So how to discipline is, you watch your mind. This is the greatest sadhana. There is no other sadhana works. You try to do japa, you try to do all kinds of upasana, nothing works, I tell you. <laughs> During that time, maybe it is controlled, afterwards again it hit you back. But the most effective sadhana is watch your thoughts. Every thought that comes to your mind, watch it. See it, become conscious of it and alert. And without your sanction, that thought should not develop into an action. If this is possible, small, small thing you start, then you see it becomes your second nature. So this is called Vedantic way of living. It's called alert living. Ah, then, now, as I was telling you, how a meditator should live with reference to circumstances. Your meditation practice should not become a nuisance to others. Okay. Sometimes sometime what happens? You are practicing meditation, you want the whole household to be quiet, calm for you. Children should not make noise. <laughs> And at that time, wife started cooking and making some, some, some nice uh, fried masala, masala dosha or something she is making. The smell hit him and that disturbed his meditation. <laughs> so, you should not create problems. There was a guy uh, who was um, uh, attending my classes and uh, After the lecture, this person took me to his house and for a cup of tea. So his, no, this lady, wife, and husband was there. He never comes to the lecture. So he was there, so he asked me, Swamiji, do you know why I don't come to your lecture? He says, I don't know. There are so many people don't come. <laughs> There are more people not coming than coming. <laughs> What's the point asking? <laughs> so he said, no, 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 ask me why I am not coming. Okay, if you want to. So I said, okay, why are you not coming? Ah, 
Because so and so, Mr. Mishraji is coming to a lecture, isn't it? Yes. That's why. You are you and Mishraji got some problem? No, no, no. Mishraji work with me. Really? Yeah. So every day he comes, he tells me that Guptaji, his name was Gupta. Guptaji, you do my work, I go inside my office, I am going to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> now he said, this is what you people are teaching him. <laughs> he come to the office, go there and he asked me to do his work and he is meditating. This is what you are doing. Then I told him, see, look, why are you getting agitated? So on the payday, you tell him, you go meditate, I will take your payday. <laughs> <laughs> So this kind of thing, you know, when you are practicing meditation, actually nobody should know. This is not something for announcement. It is not for a party talk to get some respect in the party goers. You know, I met this Swami, then he gave me Guru Mantra, then afterwards, Every day, 4.30 in the morning, I get up, one hour, I meditate. Really? Then next day morning, when you sit for meditation, that person will call. <laughs> yes? No, I was wondering you are meditating or not. <laughs> they will disturb you. No, don't do this. Quietly do it. Nobody should. Sadhana or spiritual sadhana is not for publicity, please. The more you want to publicize, it is our ego is in, <laughs> is in service, is in active. <laughs> so therefore here, now Bhagavan is going to talk about, with reference to paridastiti, circumstances, what should be the meditator's attitude. <laughs> Jitatmana Prashantasya Paramatma Samahitaha Jitoshna Sukadukkeshu Jitatmanaha Prashantasya. Jitatmanaha, one who has conquered his mind. When you have certain discipline over your mind, then what happened? Prashantaha. Mind gains that peace, tranquility. Paramatma Samahidaha. Prashantasya, Upashantasya. Paramatma Samahidaha, Satchat. Atma bhavena vartate iti. So, samahita bhutti, when you have disciplined your mind, you experience certain quietude. In that quiet mind, what is that? Don't become idle. Because generally, a quiet mind is not 
considered a great man. Our Gurudev used to say, you are a, an agitated fool or a quiet fool. What is the difference? <laughs> so, that quiet mind is not a great achievement. So, quietitude can be achieved by accident also. There are suddenly some mind become quiet, you know, you don't know why. And there are people who induce that also. They take some drugs and their mind become calm, quiet, peaceful also. So, that is not what is Bhagavan meant by that. So, Jidatmanaha, one who conquered, conquer your mind, discipline your mind, you definitely gain peace. That quiet mind is to be used for Atma Vichara. So, mind should be entertained. The, the, what should be the thought in the mind? The thought should be in the mind. Mind should be thinking about Paramatma. Then only it is useful. <coughs> so, Jidatmana Prashandasya Paramatma Samahitaha. So, that mind should be thinking about Paramatma. Now, how to think about Paramatma? There are stories given to you. <laughs> There are so many Puranas are there. You read the Puranas, the stories of Bhagavan, his sports, they are all. Bhagavan came down to the world to do all these sports for our devotees only, <laughs> not for himself. He was getting bored there, he came down. <laughs> and not for the, his sake he has done it. It is for the sake of all devotees to lift them. <laughs> there, that is why Bhagavan has come down. It is for... His purpose of coming for coming down was not to kill Rakshasas alone, but to bless the humanity. <laughs> so, Samahidha Paramatma Samahidha. So, Paramatma Samahidha Satchat Atma Bhavena Vartada Ityartha. Then, Chidoshta Sukadukkeshu Tatha Manapamana Yoho Samachitata Samahidha. So, whether it is cold or heat, pleasure or pain, honor or dishonor, in all these pairs of opposite, one should keep a balance. It is not that you don't recognize it, please. Everybody recognize If it is hot, you know it is hot, but don't complain about it, that is all. <laughs> if it is uh, cold, it is cold. Now what can you do? You are already chosen to be in this country and that also a cold place and when the hurricane, what you call the cold um, storm comes, don't complain. Go inside the house, put some heat <laughs> and have some nice cup of coffee, hot cup of coffee or tea. Enjoy that weather. <laughs> don't complain. So, Shitam Ushnam. Sukham Dukham also. Sometime in your whole lifetime you look back. See, sometime it was bad, sometime it was good, isn't it? So, both of them never stayed with you. It all passed, isn't it? Even the worst, what do you call, critical, uh, what do you call, the calamity or a tragedy you went through, that also passed, isn't it? In time things will cure. So, anything that is happening in your life, understand that it doesn't last long. If this understanding is there, okay, 
it will it will pass this will also pass this thought is there then it will not have too much of grip on you otherwise when dukkham hits we become such sorrowful such agitation and worries anxieties as though the world has come to an end then that is gone sukham comes you are in the seventh heaven giving party to everybody giving sweets to everybody and all that that kind of no keep a balance sukham dukham manam apamanam sometimes people praises you be careful the same person will ridicule you also <laughs> when somebody praises you don't get excited and somebody insult you don't get totally <laughs> down your happiness should not depend upon somebody's tongue see how how ridiculous it is think about it my happiness is totally depend upon somebody's words so see how slave enslaved ourselves to the world think about it we have no confidence in ourselves if somebody says that you know why you you say something that you missed it you lost the chance that's all you should say one should have that self confidence when that confidence is there even if somebody insult you you will sympathize that person <laughs> gurudev used to humorously say that suppose somebody call you a donkey immediately touch your ears it is not grown and back look at this is not tail and look at that person my friend i think you are <laughs> addressing a wrong person <laughs> if this is the attitude that you think that person will accuse you <laughs> ha but suppose somebody call you donkey you are at it immediate reaction if i am a donkey you are a buffalo you know immediately <laughs> that's general reaction so we don't act we always react <laughs> this is with reference to circumstance or paristhiti see all our happiness or sorrow it is mostly because of paristhiti <laughs> suppose you ask somebody who is in between job how are you kya bolo zindagi kya hai I don't know what to say. Like that, you see. Now after after one month he got a job. Then he will ask me, "How are you? Very good. Everything is fine now." <laughs> so according to the paristhiti, this happiness and sorrow keep going up and down. We are not able to command the situation. The situation seems to command us, control us. This is one area where. Bhagwan says, "You should have this understanding, maturity that nothing in this world is permanent. Success is not permanent. Failure is not permanent. Sukham, like season also. Summer is not always there. Winter comes. Winter also not going to be always there. It will also go. The same way, all experiences that we go through, none of them are permanent." this understanding is there 
and you it is not something that is a theory you have gone through that also in your life so you should know then next one is with reference to vastu object what should be the attitude jnana vijnana triptaatma ജ്ഞാനവിജ്ഞാനതൃപ്താത്മ the one who is contented with jnanam vijnanam means the one who has reached a stage where a sense of enough that is called tripti <laughs> i have studied enough now you speak keep on studying that scripture this scripture you know this uh, all scriptures are same once you read certain things and finally okay this is enough now let me understand appreciate assimilate what i have learned so jnana vijnana pratna the one who has ajada alam pratyam means one who has gained certain satisfaction in his studies understanding kutastah the one who is the kutastah means one who is uh, kutavat kuta means that anvil like an anvil stable so vichitendriya he is steady he is not moving here and there oscillating from one thought to another one idea to another one guru to another not like that he is firm kutastha firm vichitendriya the one who has overcome or control his indriyas discipline his senses he is yogi samaloshtaasma kanchana for him from his vision of understanding for him either it is a, a clay recall that loshta asma kanchana a clod of clay mud or stone or gold a lump of clay or it is a stone or it is gold for him all the three are one now that means what this fellow doesn't know what is what right <laughs> it's not like that <laughs> he doesn't give magnified importance every item in this creation has got its own place what <coughs> clay can do stone cannot do what stone can do gold cannot do <laughs> what gold can do the stone cannot do so everything in this creation it has got its own importance not one is superior other is inferior this attitude samabuddhi 
more of it we'll see tomorrow. <clears throat> Let us do some meditation practice. We have ten minutes. As I said yesterday, sit comfortably. Sit with maximum base. We can sit in Padmasana is good. If not, comfortable asana. Fingers interlocked and thrown in the front. Gently close your eyes. Take a deep breath, breathe in and breathe out. Let your lungs fill with oxygen. Now watch your breath. Your breath and mind has got connection. If your breathing is heavy, mind is agitated. Breathing is softer. Think of your Ishtadevata, mentally picturize the form, Keshadipadam, from the head to the toe, feet. The clearer the form, the 
clear your mind is calmer your mind is now i shall chant Om Namah Shivaya Samantra Lord Shiva You just listen to the sound you don't chant just only listen to the sound continue chanting in your mind
Shanti, 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 Shanti,